Tomorrow, only on Disney+. Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Swift Vieira's Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Streaming tomorrow, only on Disney+. Plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Today, ladies and gentlemen, on this wonderful show, this show that is the best show on the internet, the RR Show with the host, me, Andy, we have a big old story for you, so make sure you're sitting tight for this one. We jump into this absolutely fabulous story from r slash T-I-F-U. Today, I fucked up by telling my girlfriend about war. I, 38 male, have recently started dating a 31 female. I've been single for nearly six years prior to this. I had a very difficult relationship previously. I felt used for my stability and the consistency that I provided. I'm not the kind of person that thinks all women are awful or that the dating world is entirely and perpetually flawed for men in my age range. But typically I have poor judgement when it comes to other people's intentions and that has certainly led to a string of situations where I was valued almost exclusively for what I provided and not for who I was. To some degree, I think that's alright. But I needed a break, so I left the dating scene for a long period of time. I'm a veteran. I served following 9-11, and while most people in my life know that I'm a combat veteran, their knowledge starts and stops there. I live in a large city, and there seems to be a general lack of empathy or respect for military service. I'm pretty okay with that in that I generally don't want to relive that part of my life. That doesn't mean I don't enjoy or that I'm not proud of my time in the uniform. I am. But I'm very alright with moving forward in my life and not having it be central to my current experiences. The problem is that I have PTSD. Not as bad as most. I think that I made it out very lucky compared to some, and the bulk of my symptoms are not constant. I tend to get a little tense sometimes at night and can struggle with vivid dreams. This is not an every night thing, it comes in fits and starts lasting usually a week, maybe two if it's a bad go and then fading back. Very rarely I have extremely intense dreams that wake me suddenly. I can be disoriented during this time or very emotionally activated. After I separated from the military, I became a military contractor and changed my career to a technical field. I got myself educated and trained in a technical specialty and built work experience working as a civilian contractor overseas, where I built myself a substantial nest egg. I was mentored by good men on investments and income generation and have done very well for myself. 
I hold a full-time position back in the States now with a generous salary and benefits. I've taken care of myself physically, and despite having several injuries, I've stayed very active. So in regards to PTSD, I have it much better than some, and I am very grateful that that is the case. This girl and I met several years ago, but I was not dating and she was seeing someone. We clicked right away, but never spoke of it or crossed any lines and did not maintain communication. To the point where I thought of her, I did not reach out. I wondered if I'd imagined the entire thing or if she'd felt it as well. Well, a few months ago, she reached out. We met up and the sparks were there. The boyfriend she was seeing is long gone and we've started to date. This is the first time I've opened myself to a romantic relationship in a long time. Things have progressed and she's begun spending the night. This is where my first anxiety comes into place. I didn't want to suddenly have a bad episode at night with her there. I didn't want to speak about or even acknowledge my PTSD. I'm embarrassed not only of having it but also of speaking about it because so many men endure and endured so much worse. I have so little to complain about. But with her spending the night, I had to at least tell her sometimes I can wake up suddenly and seem very frightened or alert. I don't or haven't done anything like dive onto the floor or reach to arm myself, but I do suddenly bolt upright sometimes. I've cooled out before, and other times I get shakes for a few minutes and feel very confused about where I am. So I told her, and she was an angel about it. But she also asked me to talk about what it was like with her and some of the things that I remember and struggle with. In the past, I've never gone there with someone. I think sometimes the truth is not what people, particularly women in my experience, really want to hear. But in the past, I've been often criticized by past partners of being emotionally unavailable and closed off. They've been critical of my inability to be open with them and have expressed feelings like there were parts of me that were a stranger to them and that it was a part of what drove our relationship into negative places. Without excusing any of my ex-girlfriend's decisions or behaviors, she wasn't wrong in this criticism. But still, I couldn't bring myself to really open up to my new girlfriend. She pressed gently but left it alone. She was very sweet through this, very encouraging. She told me that there was nothing that I could say that would change where we were going together and that she appreciates anyone who served our country. She's a generally empathetic human being and I felt relieved that she didn't really press me to elaborate in that moment. I felt more secure and safe. She told me she loved me. She clings to my arm when we walk together and she compliments me on my body, my clothes. She tells me that I'm handsome and that she feels lucky. She posted me on her social media and introduced me to friends, co-workers, her parents. Three days ago though, I did have a fairly rough wake up one night. It was not my worst, no yelling, but I bolted upright in bed suddenly and startled her awake and apparently sat very silent and tense for a few seconds while she tried to ask me if I was all right. I don't remember her asking me repeatedly. I only remember hearing her and telling her I was fine and thinking it was the first time she'd asked. I settled fairly quickly after, I usually do, but she again gently asked me to share with her what I see during these nightmares or what memories I have that bother me. 
I looked at her, this beautiful young woman, and for the first time in a very long time, I felt seen. And I just didn't want to ruin things. I didn't want to push her away. I've done very well on my own, but there's something blissful in being loved and loving someone, and for whatever reason, I opened up. I shared with her a single account that sometimes bothers me. She asked detailed questions and I answered. At first, anyway, I answered openly. But I began to see, even in the dark, her expression changing. I saw worry in her face. I wouldn't call it fear, but I certainly saw uncertainty. And I understood what was happening too late because her next question was, Did you enjoy being there, though? I'm convinced almost every combat veteran can tell you that they enjoyed it. Even the scariest, most violent moments. There's some part of us that comes alive in a way during those situations that we just can't get back home. It's a cliche by now, but it's real. And she asked the question knowing the answer. I saw it in her face, hoping I would say that I didn't. I couldn't lie to her, but I didn't answer the question. I tried to hit that middle ground. At this point, I just wanted her to leave it be. I wished I'd never opened my mouth. That was three days ago. She's been distant through texts, and we haven't seen each other since. There's nothing, I don't think, that I can do now. Dating's always been very difficult for me. I'm so discouraged. I felt that this girl and I had found something. As a veteran, we are constantly told to talk about it. Whether you're on TikTok or Instagram, there are just mountains of posts from people, well-meaning people, telling you to share and to speak. Friends and family all want you to confide in them, or in the very least, know that you could if you wanted to. But I mean this when I say, for those of us that served, you really can't. Or in the very least, you will never really be able to tell whether you can or can't until you've made the choice, and the consequences of that choice are out of your hands. I was falling for this girl, and now, despite my best attempts to stay positive, I can't help but feel she saw all of me and walked away. Part of me knows that's alright, it's her choice, and there's integrity in letting someone have that part of you, so they can decide if they want to deal with that or not. But part of me can't help but feel like I will never find a partner, and that there is a part of me that I have to hide from those I love because it is more than anyone can handle. I don't know how to shake the profound sense of loneliness I suddenly feel. I find myself wishing I'd never responded to her to begin with. I find myself wishing that I knew better than to even attempt to try and date again. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Do you enjoy science, spooky stories, and all things paranormal? We do too. While we would love for most paranormal stories to be true, 
we are here to tell you that they probably aren't. But that doesn't make them any less fun to speculate about. We are the Spooky Science Sisters podcast. In this podcast, we bring you bi-weekly discussions on possible scientific explanations behind the supernatural. Backed up by research articles and other credible sources, we do deep dives into things like archaeology and physics and share in-depth discussions with topic experts. Visit us at SpookySciencesisters.com to listen to a couple of skeptics debunk some of your favorite alien encounters, cryptid sightings, and ghost stories with science, sass, and a significant amount of laughter. Thank you, and stay spooky. Update. Wow, so a lot of comments to go through. Thank you for everyone for sharing advice. For those of you that suggested I speak to her and express I didn't want to upset her, but I wanted to be honest, that's the route I want to go with. I plan on doing so tomorrow. I won't get into the particulars of what I shared for the comments that asked. I will say, however, it did not include any war crimes and I didn't commit any during my time in service. I read a few comments that were very critical and skeptical of the military. That's alright guys, you can have your opinions. I can only state that for my part and in my experience, the guys in uniform were really good human beings from very diverse backgrounds who genuinely wanted to do the right thing over there. It's okay if you don't believe me. I know that this topic tends to produce a lot of very intense opinions. I just wanted to take a second to state very clearly that during my career wearing the uniform, I didn't know anything other than the guys around me trying to act like good people. Even the guys who weren't particularly good soldiers for whatever reason, weren't evil people. Update 2 So this got so much bigger than I could have imagined. I am overwhelmed by the thoughtful things people are sharing. We, the girl and I, have plans tomorrow and I plan on asking her how she felt about our conversation and see where things stand. I'll update as soon as I can. Also, I've been trying to get to as many comments as I can, but this got way bigger than I could have anticipated and I can't get to them all. Just know I appreciate every single one. The last three days have been really stressful and absolutely laden with anxiety. I posted this to vent it into the void so that I didn't do a couple of things I was trying to avoid doing. A talk about it to friends and accidentally colour how they saw the new girlfriend, or B, put a bigger burden on her when she, in the very least, seems to need some time. I didn't anticipate to be supported so intensely by so many kind strangers. I didn't anticipate that this could or would help others. I'm grateful for both of these things. It really makes me feel that whatever happens here, Even if I could do some things better in the future, I was at least attempting to go about doing the right thing. Update 3 A few comments that I've read through have asked about resources to read more about the warfighter's frame of mind and experiences without having to directly ask a veteran. I'm considering an AMA. On one hand, I think it might be helpful to answer these questions from the impersonal void of the internet as a means of expression. I also like the idea of potentially helping open-minded people cross the divide between the veteran mindset and the civilian one. But honestly, I could also see that just getting swamped with shouting matches. War, let alone the wars following 9-11, tend to drive some really intense responses. Update 4 
Just a few things that weren't clear in the initial post, and I keep seeing in the comments before they get shut down. First of all, I have been off and on with a therapist since I left the uniform service. There were periods where I worked very hard with them on a variety of things, and as I felt more comfortable and steady in the civilian world, I relied on them less. But this relationship is new, and I think the advice to reach back out to my therapist and get some guidance and support while working into it is a good idea. What I shared with her was not any of my direct combat action. It was what I saw when my unit rolled up onto the aftermath of an IED detonation inside a civilian area. I was not graphic. No shots were fired by anyone that day. We just tried to support and secure the civilian area to the best of our ability while our CM worked to try and assist with wounded. She's never asked me about any of my direct combat actions or pressed to know what kind of action we took while downrange. She was respectful, curious, but with legitimate empathy. I understand and appreciate the protective skepticism with which some folks replied, but she is, in no way, seemed entitled to anything I wasn't willing to share. Her approach with me felt like she genuinely just wanted to carry some of the weight and be a good partner to me. Finally, and most important, I am extremely nervous. I'm leaving here shortly to go meet up with her and we've a couple of things planned. But the distance over text is very, very noticeable. Shorter answers, less affection, less enthusiasm. I'm trying to stay positive here, but I've got this sinking feeling I'm going to get a bit of bad news. The goal is to handle it with grace if I do. I really like this girl, I fell for her. I hadn't been looking for anything but stumbled onto it and I was letting myself get comfortable with the process of falling. I started to see our future. I don't know. I'll let everyone know how it goes. Thanks for all the encouragement, suggestions and stories you've all shared. It's meant a lot to me to have so many strangers take such an investment in all this. I had no idea it would get as big as it is and I am beyond grateful. Wish me luck. Update 5 the final update. We had our conversation. It was a beautiful full day here, so we got to spend time outside and walking. I felt incredibly nervous, but I figured that I'd rather rip the band-aid off. The longer I seemed hesitant, I thought, the longer the awkwardness would build. Thanks to everyone for the suggestions on how to frame some of my feelings and thoughts. To those to those of you that suspected that I struggle to speak face to face with the same clarity I hopefully have when I write, you're spot on. I started by telling her that I was sorry for the other night, in particular for not asking how she felt after I communicated the event to her. I told her I didn't want to overwhelm her and that I wasn't certain how much to speak on. I told her that it's uncomfortable for me to share things and that I'm not practiced in doing so and because of that, I wasn't certain what was palatable or right to say. I told her that it was not my intention to overwhelm her and that I only wanted to give her a glimpse so that she felt like she knew me because I saw her having a place beside me in my life and that I didn't want her to feel like I was hiding anything. I told her I understand if it was too much this early in our relationship and if the general content was too heavy. I asked if she was alright, or had struggled after we had talked. And she apologised. 
but I could tell by the tone of her voice she was both sincere and scrambling. She had not, it turned out, meant to withdraw. She said that she should have asked if I was alright, but she had felt me withdraw and gotten confused and wanted to give me space. She said that she had been very aware while I was talking that I was leaving out things and struggling to make the content both palatable and matter-of-fact and that watching me go through that she felt I was really overextending myself. And in the days following, she didn't want to press or scare me off. Watching her try to explain this was surreal because my most recent attempt to date before this was several years ago and that woman had never ever taken accountability and had been considerate when we were not on the same page. I was genuinely kind of shell-shocked to be met with that kind of unnecessary contrition and affection. She kept squeezing my hand, and at one point we stopped walking, and she just kind of looked up at me. I'm over six feet tall and she's not a tall girl by any stretch, and I don't know. I just... I think I am falling very much in love with this girl. A few of you mentioned that I was probably behaving differently towards her. You were right. It's still hard for me to see it sometimes, but I've always withdrawn when I felt exposed or emotionally vulnerable. I admit that I went very quickly into wait-and-see mode when I'm very much an assertive pursuer otherwise. The energy changed through her. I made an appointment with my therapist, who I haven't seen in a bit. I think it's obvious that I could use some skills when it comes to managing and communicating with a partner. I'm not only out of practice, but unfamiliar with managing some of the things I've struggled with while also being a woman's person. The conversation lasted a bit longer than I'm summarizing. At one point, she said that she admires very much the fact that I served and that she is grateful I care enough about her to push outside my comfort zone and talk a bit about things that I saw. She said a lot of nice things about strength, made playful comments about physical strength that I won't share in public, and by the end of the night I felt like we'd taken a step further in how we're building. This doesn't seem to have been a speed bump at all. Wow, holy shit guys, that is quite possibly the best love story I've ever come across. And I am ridiculously happy and relieved that this one had a happy ending. I wish those guys the very best of luck. I hope you guys have a cracking week as well. And I will see you in the next episode on Friday. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. True terrors of horror. Bizarre happenings, unexplainable events. On our podcast, Disturbed, Terror Takes Center Stage. Each episode is a journey into the darkest corners of human existence, delving into bone-chilling tales of kidnappings, 
serial killers, maniacs, and the very essence of your worst nightmares coming to life on this weekly true horror show. Disturbed is not for the faint of heart. It's an exploration of real, unadulterated horror sourced from everyday people. Each episode is a descent into the macabre, where we narrate stories that will leave you on the edge of your seat and crawling in your skin. We navigate the disturbing narratives that lurk in the shadows, offering a raw and unfiltered listen into the most terrifying aspects of the human experience. Enter at your own risk and let the unsettling tales unfold in the haunting realm of Disturbed. And remember, listeners, stay safe out there.